Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to Talking Point. The time now, 41 minutes past the hour of six. My colleague, Jasmina Peterson, spoke to Joanne Bailey, a country manager at African region of Franklin Templeton Investment, on how you can manage your money better in 2016. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and a heartwarming welcome. So we can say that the year 2016 has finally kicked in both personally in our pockets as well as we are now settling into the new year with its expenses and all. So now this morning we target making your money work in 2016 and I think that all of us wants to know how to make our money work in 2016 and this is all going to be about saving and investing. For more on this we are now joined online by the the country manager at Africa Franklin Templeton Investment, that is Joanne Bailey. Joanne, good morning to you. Hi there. Joanne, we are speaking about making your money work for 2016. Now, what is the difference between saving and investing, and why is saving not enough? So, the big difference between saving and investing is that savings is is more short-term focused. So, when we talk about saving, we talk about you know, saving for a particular event or for a certain sort of time period. So let's assume we want to have an overseas trip. So we save our money for a certain period of time in order to be able to afford those types of of events. Now, savings is very short-term focused. What typically happens is you save for an event, the event comes along and you spend the savings and on we go. Investment is something very different. It's long-term focused. So Mm -hmm. it is really a focus around investing for your future and investing for the longer term, for retirement, for when you're old and you're not able to work and earn money on a daily basis. So really it is a function of looking after yourself when you're not old enough or well enough to continue working. So the one is shorter term and short goal focused, and the other one is longer term and longer goal focused. No, Joanne. For okay, that reason, it, just saving is not enough for when you're older because that money won't be available anymore. Okay, now Joanne, in your personal opinion, saving, how important is that? Saving is very important. I mean, there are lots of things that, you know, people would like and there are lots of events in our lives, like children going to university, um, children going to school even, um, and and things that we need to buy to survive. Mm -hmm. And essentially, we need to pay for education. We need to pay for, you know, the inevitables. And and let's be honest, a lot of people like to go on holiday at this stage. It's probably a luxury. But these are things that you can't afford to pay out of your every monthly salary. So saving is important. Um, and it's important to, we never know what lies around the corner. You can have an accident, you can um, have something unforeseen happen to your car, and that's what we have savings for because not everybody has in, enough available cash to just, you know, pay 5,000 rand if, um, you know, you, you damage your car and you don't have insurance. So it's very important to have saving for unforeseen circumstances. You're talking about saving, and we always say that, why am I not able to save? Saving is so difficult, I don't have the money or the budget to save what are some of the tips that you can give as to guaranteeing yourself into saving saving is difficult but i think the reality is um we need to take away the options so what i always suggest to people is have a monthly debit order to unitrust or you know to a savings account where the decision or the option is taken away from you on a monthly basis because let's face it we can all find something to spend our spare money on um, in the event that there is anything spare left at the end of the month but what I would like to say is don't don't give yourself the choice make it part of your obligations make it part of your month on month uh, debt I want to use the term 
so that we make sure that, you know, that happens continuously. It becomes a rule and part of your life rather than an exception when you do manage to make money spare and available for saving. Speaking about investment, what should people do to invest their money wisely? The first thing people need to do is to have a, a strategy, an investment strategy. It's very important to understand a couple of things. Number one is how much you have to invest. Number two is what is the time horizon you're looking to invest? Are you looking to invest five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? That's also very important to understand. Then you've got to look at things like, you know, how much risk can you tolerate? Are you the kind of person who wakes up in the middle of the night thinking, oh my goodness, the rand has just plummeted to the dollar, I'm losing money? Or can you focus on the long term and not worry about things like short-term volatility, which is what we're seeing at the moment? So it's one thing to have the head for investing, but you need to have the stomach for investing too. So that's also important. So you need a strategy. You need mm-hmm. to understand the risk you can absorb. You need to understand that you need to diversify. So in other words, if you take all your money and put it in one share and that share um, loses value, obviously that's a huge risk to, to your investment. So you want to spread your investments across different types of investments. You want to buy some shares, you want to buy some bonds, you want to put some money in some shorter term cash deposits. You want to make sure that if any one of them does badly, you still have the rest of your portfolio that hopefully is doing better and is able to manage the sort of volatility and or losses in your portfolio. So that's also very important. And then, of course, you want to diversify away from something like the local currency, where you can participate in a little bit of offshore growth. Investing offshore is obviously also important because there are certain sectors that we don't get or shares we don't get exposure to in South Africa. It's not listed on our JSE. So um, it's important that we are able to have a little bit of money overseas where we get different currency exposure and different share or Uh, bond type of exposure. So diversification is also very important. But the most important thing is to understand investing is for the long term. Mm -hmm. It's not like saving, which is very short-term focus. So you don't want to be releasing your investments on a six-monthly basis. You need to grow it for the next 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Joanne, walk us through some of the options of investment. So you can invest in the stock markets, which is obviously like our JSE, where you can buy shares on the market, or you could buy funds from fund managers, and you can get very easy for the man on the street to get access to to funds, and that's by buying unit trusts. And all companies now have, you know, you're able to go onto the internet and to buy some unit trusts. You can do monthly debit orders. So you can buy some shares with very easy uh, access through, for example, the internet. What is important, of course, is to buy with reputable companies who have a proven track record and who have good administrative and risk-based platforms. So, you know, that is very important. And, and you know, you can buy some bonds, um, mm-hmm. which again gives you exposure to government. Again, you, these are products which are available on the internet through well-known asset managers and insurance companies. So it's easy to get access to these types of opportunities. And if you want some shorter-term cash exposure, your bank would offer something which I'm sure would be um, appropriate and which would offer you good, you know, good rates and good fees. Fees are also very important. So it's important to make sure you understand what you're buying, number one, and number two, what you're paying for in terms of, you know, the expectation from your manager and the expected returns. But as I say, it's, it's all available on the Internet nowadays, which is very useful. 
Um, and, and I always advise people to you know, do a little bit of research, do your homework. It's like anything, like buying a new car. You need to understand what you're buying and what you're paying for and what your expectation can be in the future going forward. It is your money. It is your duty to look after your money. For now, we break for ads, and when we do come back, we will continue our discussion as to making your money work. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back. We are speaking to country manager at Africa Franklin Templeton Investment, that is Joanne Bailey, speaking about how to make your money work in 2016 and specifically looking at saving and investing. Joanne, we are looking at inflation. How would you say this affects savings? So inflation is, is something that none of us can get away from um, and something we very much need to be aware of. When you look at buying products and when you look at spending your savings or making savings, as I mentioned earlier on, what is important is to understand what product you're buying or when you're saving, which bank you're saving with, what is the interest rate you're earning, how does that look relative to inflation? Because in some instances where you're not getting you know, a, an acceptable return or interest rate, people have been driven to put money under their bed because if you look at the, the cost of charges, sometimes you're in a net negative position. What it gets down to is really understanding what it is you're paying for what your expectation is in terms of your return and making sure that inflation is factored into that because things are getting more expensive. Yes. And we need to, obviously, if you're planning your retirement in 20, 30 years, well, it's not something you're thinking about now, but you need to factor in the fact that everything is going to be more expensive. So if you think about the value of your pool of money in 20 years, some it sounds a lot, <laughs> but if you factor in inflation and what things are going to cost you in, in 20 years' time, you've got to factor that in too. So it's very important to be aware of inflation and invest with that in mind. Ask the right questions. Ask, is this an inflated uh, inflation-related return? A lot of products nowadays are built by asset managers to factor and focus on beating inflation. So it's a, it's a general awareness and something we need to continue to focus on and um, to bear in mind when we do save and certainly when we, when we do invest. Joanne, you have been speaking to us more on the importance of saving and investing and also looking at some of the properties or some of the aspects in which you can invest in. But now what are the best ways to invest your money? Well, the best ways to invest your money um, certainly do vary from time to time. But I always advise clients to look to diversify their portfolio. So invest money into, people would argue that property is a fantastic investment. If you've got that kind of free cash to invest in property, that's wonderful. Bearing in mind, you still need to pay the maintenance, there's rates and taxes, there's electricity. There are a lot of hidden costs involved in owning physical property. And you really need to look at what suits you as an individual in terms of what you're looking to invest in. Go back to the beginning when, when I said you need to have an investment strategy. Mm-hmm. So in deciding what you're going to invest in, you need to have a look at your strategy and see, firstly, what is the time horizon you're looking at, what level of risk can you um, can you accept, you know, what... What is the expected return? Um, you know, how much liquidity do you need? So when you put all of that together 
and you look at what your short-term, medium-term, and long-term needs are, then you can decide essentially what you want to invest in. For example, if you're looking for short-term investing or you're particularly young, then you'd want to buy more shares because although they're riskier, they can give you a better return. If, however, you're closer to retirement, you don't want to start taking risks with your money now. You'd want to look to invest in something that's a little less risky and a bit more, provides you with more certainty in terms of return. You'd be looking at government bonds. So what you should invest in should really depend on what your investment strategy looks like, how much risk you can absorb, and what time horizon it is you're looking at when you plan your investment strategy. Joanne, for first-time investors, what advice could you give them? It's a minefield out there. There is a lot available in terms of what you could look to invest in. For first-time investors, I always say two things. One, take your time. Don't take your entire pot of money and put it into the market immediately. Take your time and and do something like do monthly um, investing. It always helps. We call it dripping. You know, you drip your money slowly into the investment market. As you learn a little bit more about it, become a bit more comfortable, so you, you drip your money in. Also... You know, it comes to a question of timing. People are like, oh, is now the time, you know, the markets are really flat? Um, you know, it, where's the return? What evaluations look like? I always say don't put, if you put all your money in now, then timing is important. But if you put a little bit in every month, sometimes you're going to get a lot more for your money and sometimes you're going to be paying a lot more. So that means that it evens out the price you pay, and it evens out the risk of getting into the market at the right or the wrong time. What I will say is get in sooner rather than later because it's not about timing the market. It's about time in the market. So my advice to any new investor is start investing today. And also, remember, it's your money, so do your homework. Don't, don't give up the right to, to be aware and to know and to understand what is happening to your money and where and how it's being invested and or spent. Joanne, what does Franklin Templeton offer for first investors? So what we offer to the investor is offshore exposure. We understand that obviously we've got a lot of our liabilities. We as individuals have a lot of liabilities in South Africa. But what is also important is to understand that, you know, sometimes it's very good in the process of a diversifying to diversify away from currency, to diversify away from your home base investing. Because otherwise everything is linked to one area. So for example, if our economic growth disappoints, the value of your shares will decline. Um, and, and you're fully exposed to everything local. If you diversify away and take some money offshore, which is what Franklin Templeton does for the investor, that means you're getting some currencies, you're getting exposure to different currencies, not just the rand. You're getting exposure to different asset classes or to different sectors that we don't necessarily have access to in South Africa. And you're reducing your overall risk by diversifying your portfolio even more. And that's very important. And that's what Franklin Templeton offers its investors. Additional diversification and exposure to other currencies and other sectors and other investment types that can help grow your portfolio and the value of your investment. Joanne, I want to say thank you so much for accommodating us this morning and speaking to us more on that very interesting topic as to saving and investing.
Night on 91.3 FM Stereo.